0: Anyone can have a gimme, but it really gets interesting when you go for two. The go for two podcast, guarding now. You play to win the game.
1: You don't play to just play it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 22 of the go for two podcast. Man, oh man, man. 22. Hey, we'll get a little bit into why we say forks up today. But uh, uh, yeah, if you could yeah, tell by the hats, if you listened to our last podcast, Arizona State, we predicted them to win the Pac-12 this year.
2: That's right.
1: You play to win the game. <laughs> hey, man, I need to include that soundbite. You play to win the game. That's it, man. Herman Edwards and those boys out there rocking it out, trying to get them their uh, one of those Pac-12 wins that they usually don't get. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. because of all the Covenant teams out of the Pac-12. I mean, you can go down the list, Oregon, UCLA, all those teams that have just been so much better than them. But I think this is the time for the yeah. Sun Devils to come and win one. Yes. I like it. So if you could tell by the hats, Don got us some hats. Yeah. Tag Arizona State. Tell them that we're out here talking about them, because uh, we're going to be watching them closely. I, I know it's going to be some long nights on Saturday nights for us. Yeah. Um, I know Nelson, you getting up for church the next day. What are you watching? Brother. Yeah. Man, we was watching the Sun Devils. <laughs> you was watching what? <laughs> Peace and blessings, brother. It was not like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is everybody's favorite couch quarterback, Dante. And I'm here with my man, Don, the stats guru. I am here. And uh, the one and only Nelson Drew. The running back. Peace and blessings, everybody. Hey, <laughs> man, this is, this is going to be a good show here. So today, as you know, we're going to be talking about the NFC North and South. Uh We're going to get that out the way. And then uh we're going to head over to the Big 12, those yeah. big country boys down there. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't want to say they're the biggest conference because we'll say that for the Big 10 next week. <laughs> um But you got 10 games. Congratulations to the Big 10. Yeah. yeah. I, like I was telling the guys before the show, Texas A&M really, really they really missed out on uh you know trying to uh win win a championship like you left the big 12 way, way too, too early soon, yeah um but you know to each their own they got Jimbo Fisher out there he's got himself into some hot water uh we can get into that a little later um but as we know COVID's going on with everybody right now we got the NBA back strong we got the NHL, shout out to the Dallas Stars. We got smashed by the Avalanche, so we really need to win against the Blues. (laughs) Um,
0: And, of course, the team everybody's afraid of right now, the Philadelphia Flyers.
1: Yes. They can, uh, you know, not to get all into hockey, (laughs) but the Philadelphia Flyers always start out slow, then have a resurgence in the middle of the season, and then the last five games that they need to win, they don't win. Mm -hmm. So this year... We actually saw a Flyers game this year before yeah. COVID happened yeah. um they look good they do look good yeah. um I, I I think they're back I think next year I don't think this is the year that they're gonna win um there's too many other good teams out there right now, but n h l yeah they're you know they're doing it right yep. you got the m l b back yeah for those baseball fans <laughs> right shout out to my <laughs> boy Joe Kelly <laughs> 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 he's Damn. actually made me like baseball a little more yeah. Um, eight-game suspension I don't think was uh, well-deserved. I know we hit you guys up on Facebook on on that, too. And I think all of us could collectively agree that the Astros are going to deserve this the rest of the season. Oh yeah. Um the commissioner is holding their hand talking about yep. that the trophy was just a piece of metal. No, I mean, you don't work all season to get to this point to consider this just a piece of metal. That's Theoretically right. it is, but this is a trophy to show your accomplishments. Right. Um and don't and you're as the commissioner, this is something that you give to the team right. on that day that they win. This but is
2: a goal that's met at the end of the season. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: it. Um I I I totally don't I don't understand um, why baseball is the way it is, but I know David or David Don wanted to hit yeah. up on a couple things today. Um, as, as far as like this whole situation's going on, shout okay. out to my boys at Liquid Death. This just <laughs> it's just water; it's not beer,
2: guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, keeping in mind with the talks of uh, COVID and how it's affecting the sports nowadays, we've had a, quite a few players in the NFL hit the opt out already. Mm-hmm. One, two, three players on each team. Um, the two teams that stand out with the most right now, the Cleveland Browns have five players holding out, mm-hmm. opting out. Mm-hmm. But the talk has got to be the New England Patriots, eight players opting out.
1: And the Tom Brady of that defense, Dante Hightower. Yeah. Big blow. Yeah, but, is, is this
0: just what's real and what's happening now? Or is there a little something behind it to tank the season?
3: Well, I know that if they opt out, they get 150000 hundred and fifty thousand. Correct. That might be pocket change compared, you know, to what, you know, they are making. Um, but the game is bigger when it comes to your family. Um, I'm sorry, the family is bigger than than the game. So, you know, when when you when you gotta take in consideration, some of these guys may have lost somebody from COVID, mm-hmm. or they might have someone that is affected that's in their inner the circle. You can't blame them. Um, you can't fan bash and say, "You know what? Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be playing for the Buffalo Bills, you're supposed to be playing for the Cleveland Browns, you're supposed to be playing for the New England Patriots, but realize these guys have lives too. Yep. You know, they're human beings. They got family. So if they decide to to take a year off cuz this year is already crazy as it is, but if they decide to take a year off and take tend their family, that's their choice. You know, we as fans, yes, we have the right to have our season tickets. We have the right to um to voice our opinions but realize it's a business, right? This is their personal lives. They're affected. No one else in this United States is naked or um can escape COVID right now. Yeah, so right. you know this is this is a personal decision and I respect it.
1: Yeah. Um I, I know Tredavious uh Tredavious White. Yes. From the Bills got a lot of flack. Um And he said that he he would come back and play um I think he was kind of pressured in back into it by the fans, no matter what he wants to say um but the fans don't have a right to say anything. Oh, these people are wa- you can't just walk out of work well, technically you can't you know you risk the you know you risk losing your job. But we really got to think about what Tredavious White is, is really talking about here. It's really, you know, he is walking away from a lot of money um, as well um, if, he, if he was to fully opt out. But at the end of the day, you don't know what family problems that he has. Mm-hmm. And the thing that people are not talking about, this dude worked his whole life to get to this point in time. Yes, he might have a lot of money and he could probably quit tomorrow and be all right and take care of his family. But he worked hard to get to that point. So there you have no right to say what he wants to do or can do. Yes, he is fortunate enough where he can walk out of work. But are you fortunate enough to walk out of your work? Exactly the dude right. worked hard, man. Yeah. Like Anybody that's at a high level playing any type of sport, whether it's NHL, MLB, soccer, these guys make millions and millions of dollars for a reason to entertain you, and you knuckleheads continue to come back and give them your money and keep watching. So, hey, the formula is working. <laughs> so you got to play the par- players what they're worth. Yep. You cannot tell somebody that has worked hard their whole life and set their family up for success at the at that point in time that they can't walk away from something. And the NFL is their employer. And if their employer says it's okay, we'll give you a stipend, yep. then you, you had to just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because at the end of the day, and I know at the establishment that me, Don, and, and, and Nelson work for, there's been a policy in place. Mm-hmm. If you have COVID, we'll pay you. A lot of places are like that right now. To run the risk and not infecting other employees. I guarantee some of the people that have been calling out don't, do not do have COVID. They just don't want to work. Mm-hmm. So they're playing the system. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to happen everywhere. There's There's mm-hmm. loopholes everywhere. And people are going to start figuring this out. Um, And I know some people are unemployed and unable to work. And I don't take what I'm saying for granted at all. Um, I mean, because my family is indirectly impacted by, by the unemployment spike as well. But at the end of the day, you cannot just not go back to work because you're getting a stipend that's worth more than what you're making. So now we're to the point where the government's like, I don't want to give you that much money to influence you not going back to work. One bad apple <laughs> ruins the whole right. tree every single time. Yeah. One spoils old
2: lump.
0: Yep.
1: Got yep. Um, so I mean, we'll we'll see what the NFL is doing. I know some players are unhappy with the way that uh, some protocols are being handled. Some people just want to get back to playing football. Yeah. Um. Others want to be very safe for the family that's out there. So I mean, all these opinions that the players are giving it are very warranted. Um. And with the mlb not doing as good with their protocols that i think they're probably like the last on the totem pole um when it comes to how cautious they are with their um their bubble that's going on um i think the nfl is like the biggest sport in our country is really under a microscope right now oh yeah yeah um i don't think wearing face shields during playing football is really gonna solve anything <laughs> yeah because if i'm gonna spit on you I'm spit
2: yeah, on you. <laughs> you know, yeah. This yeah. is a
3: respiratory, you know, issue. So, you know, if you think about the high risk sports, you have wrestling, you have basketball, and pretty much the highest one on a contact sport is football. Right. So, it's hard to not spread that disease if you have it on the football field. But you know, like the NFL, they got money to get tests every day. You get that email, you get that green light, you're on the field. But you just don't know
0: you're looking at these other models of of hockey and basketball and they kind of have their bubble situation mm-hmm. and then you have baseball who's not necessarily in a bubble situation they did consolidate the divisions and everything but they're not the contact sport like the other sports mm-hmm. and you think wow these guys got it made man they are the worst scenario right now yeah it's horrible
2: absolutely right, right.
1: I mean, you know, we just wanted to hit on on that, too, because that's been probably the biggest thing, and I know Don's got one more thing for us as well.
0: Yeah, we'll hit something in the college ranks, just, you know, discussion, see what you guys think. Yeah. So, a new addition to the ACC this year. Notre Dame. <laughs> They've been Yeah, what do you think? They've been like dabbling uh, yeah, into the ACC a little bit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Just one year, is that Are they going to push for it? After I don't that?
1: think there should be any independent schools if you want my honest <laughs> opinion. Cuz yeah. you can just kind of pick and choose yeah. like what you what you're going to do.
3: To me this is holds them accountable. Okay, you win your uh independence conference every year because you're right. the best team. Now let's see if you're going to actually get a chance to even sniff the <laughs> conference championship. <laughs> I mean, ACC, you got to realize that you got Clemson, you got Pittsburgh, and you got a lot of other uh, colleges that are just chomping at the bit waiting for another big-time school to come in. Notre Dame, you got your invitation. Let's go.
2: There
1: you go. Well, it, it's, it's funny because, like, all of a sudden, when they do come into ACC, they're playing, like, Wake Forest. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Wake Forest <laughs> has been trash for, like, I don't know how many years now. Yeah. They haven't won. Since 2012, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when Riley Skinner was still their quarterback there and they were winning the ACC at yeah. that time, which was unprecedented for, you know, for Wake Forest. But, like, come on, let's let's be real. That was just – that was basically putting, like, a Division three school on your calendar and being like, well, we got to go to Wake Forest. Like, there's no competition. We know that Notre Dame is going to recruit well. So let's see. Let's put your money where your mouth is, um, and anytime they they do play a big team, and people talk about how talented they are, they always wind up like losing to these bigger teams, anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember? Oh, snap! They're in the top four. They they're gonna go to the to the uh, NCAA championship and then end up not making it because they get beat by somebody yeah. that's better than them. Yeah. They better watch out for USC. That's their rival.
3: Yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, ACC championship between Notre Dame and Clemson. It's gonna be a, a nice. Ratings, but it's going to be a nice competition amongst the two uh, prestige programs.
1: So have I? Don't know if they have, but have they talked about what they're going to do for a national championship? If everybody's playing within their conference, or is there going to be a national championship, or is this going to be like an asterisk just to build up the rankings for next year? You
0: do have teams that have already canceled their whole season, yeah, in the NCAA, and then you got other ones who say we're definitely playing these games, so. Will will they have a whole year? I don't I don't know, man.
3: Well, they're gonna bring it back to the '90s, as you remember. Back in the '90s, there was never a, a, a tournament. They had bowl games, and yep. you kind of had the the ratings of okay, Washington was number one, or Michigan was number two, and they kind of had the social media. Well, back then, the the, the news journal basically or the paper saying okay, this team was pretty much dominant at each conference, but. They're going to bring it back to the old school. So it's going to be, okay, you got ACC champs, you got uh, power of schedule, then you got uh, Big Ten champs, their power of schedule, and they're going to get back to what they used to do, try to figure out who's number one. But it's never going to be a definite national championship because, of course, mm-hmm. there's no bowl games.
1: Right. Yeah. It's weird. It <laughs> it's it truly weird. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do, man. I'm, I'm very interested but get Condoleezza Rice and the dude that was the AD for whatever <laughs> Oregon out of there. Like they have no opinions in this. Yeah. It should be, it should be old coaches, old uh, you know assistant directors or um, athletic directors, um, and people that have been involved with the sport, like Bob Stoops and stuff like that, should be yeah, included in this. Yeah, like why? Why do I have Condoleezza Rice in? The current AD from Oregon as the chairman right now—that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, of course he was going to influence. They had to take him out the room. So really, your count of twenty people just went to nineteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Lisa rice we respect you as a congresswoman but stay in your lane you know football is one thing but it's just weird you know, if you it, i mean but if connelly's and rice can come on our show and, and break down you know from stats to stats from conference to conference and strength to schedule and she can make sense of it all
1: you're more than welcome but yeah i know <laughs> we're we're speaking in terms of like we know what she was doing but if she's just there now if she was there just to give a structural like this is right. how you should do it right but her vote is actually counting in a lot of these rankings which is like do you even know who Trevor Lawrence is? I mean, do you know? <laughs> you know that he's the quarterback of Clemson, but do you know his impact to the team? Do you know that he replaced Kelly Bryant, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years ago, halfway through the season? Do you, like, do you know things like that? But if she's there for a structural standpoint, I, you know, I, I can totally see that. She's been in war rooms and, and things like that before. Um, but it's just weird. It's it's always going to be weird to me that you're going to bring these random people in. That's like NASCAR bringing in the CEO of Starburst just because they got their sponsor on the side of the car and be like, you know what? Next year, your championship should be structured this way. Why? Because it benefits you and your, you know, it's it's, it's weird. Or or
3: Kenny Jeff Smith being on NHL Live talking about, you know, the Anaheim Ducks. You know what I mean? It's like Kenny Jeff Smith. You never put on skates before ever in your
1: life. You know what I mean? He was on the hardwood, like. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's
1: why it's so funny when people like Stephen a smith talk about like mma and then get into it with joe rogan and then it's like yeah that you just sit <laughs> down <laughs> i mean i understand that you like sports but like joe rogan trains with these dudes he knows the yes, fighters mm-hmm. he's been commentating since the the you know middle 90s like this dude knows the sport, right? And I think I would take Joe Rogan's opinion over yours, cause, but I would take your opinion over basketball over Joe Rogan's. That's Yeah, well, it's that's the respect fair. goes both yeah. ways. That's why I think shows like First Take and stuff like that—they're a little iffy. You know, it's like when when Max Kellerman starts talking about boxing and try to go back and forth with Stephen A. Smith, and you know Stephen A. is gonna be like, "Well, I have very good respect for the brother." <laughs> I know him personally <laughs> I don't care <laughs> He do know these guys Personally though Yeah He, he has interviews I with texted these guys. my little brother The other yeah. day And yeah. asked him how he was doing right, right Leading up to this fight I was at Mike Tyson's Pigeon coop And we just
3: basically Had a good conversation <laughs> About how he's gonna Tear their heads off You know And yeah. Roy Jones
1: He got no chance yeah. No chance <laughs> It's crazy man um, So let's go ahead and, le- and lead over to Yes You know Our predictions Prediction Like I said This top. is always our favorite Part of the year um, let's go ahead and do the NFC North.
0: NFC North. I think
1: this is not going to be a surprise to anybody. Um, and we'll go ahead and handle this. We'll just talk about one team and talk about their record yep. and then head on to the next. So I got the first on my list is the Vikings.
3: Ah, uh, Your boys. Yeah. I'll start with you, Nelson. All right. So Minnesota Vikings, as you know, they played Green Bay twice. Um some of the notable games that's going to come up, which I think is going to be key. um, See if they uh, can beat the Green Bay Packers. You see, they can beat that bears defense. And also I want to see if they can have a consistent two game winning streak. I think last year they kind of were up and down. Um, So Mm -hmm. I got Minnesota. If Dalvin cook stays healthy, Alright, we need him to be a thousand thousand guy. A thousand yards rushing and a thousand yard receiving. Go check out my highlight video <laughs> on our yeah, yeah. He had an amazing season. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um and he's the vocal leader too as well. He might be soft spoken, but he's a vocal leader. So if we if they can have a consistency on offense and uh Kirk Cousins, okay, God bless you. But you know, I need you to just manage <laughs> the game, you know, how you like that, I I understand that's your motto. Um, but just, you know, make some recept make some completed passes get some first downs but I think it all comes to Dalvin Cook he's going to be key he's going to be to Minnesota as Christian McCaffrey is to Carolina um and if, and if they if they make what I think they're going to do I think they're going to be a good 10 and 6.
1: Uh, yeah I don't think Dalvin Cook is so much Christian McCaffrey is just an all-around like good talent and I yeah. Watching him at Stanford, I don't know why people thought that this dude oh. was not gonna be good. <laughs> He's a monster, man. Like you don't put up yards for no reason. Um you don't get the reps for no reason. Yeah. Um you get thrown to because your quarterback feels comfortable and get you're a reliable target. Um which kind of should make you feel bad as a wide receiver that you could just check it down a dude can gain fifteen yards on mm-hmm. you and it's an automatic first down every time. But um but yeah, Dalvin Cook can catch out of the backfield. Um, he's way more speedy than what guys give him credit for. Yep. Shifty, um, he's quick, probably yes, – yep. I would put him up against your, your top three running backs, and he would probably beat two out of the three. Yeah. Um, and he's – what he's was known for at Florida State is he's going to block you too. Yes. He's going to set up a block on you. Yes. Um So, you know, let's head over to Don and see what, what his prediction is.
0: Hey, I liked the team last year. They had a good chemistry. Uh, I agree with you on Dalvin Cook. If he has a season like he had last year, if not even better this year, they're a team if to he watch. If stay healthy, man. They, mm-hmm. they did add Justin Jefferson in the draft, so they got another wide receiver that's going to be a good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I got him coming up just a little shy of where they want to be, but I have him at 10-6. and 10-6. and six.
1: It's not bad. Um, the Vikings, I, I, I really think, if everybody stays healthy, um, you know, Danelle Hunter is a beast, mm-hmm. dude, on the defense. Absolutely. Um, and uh, you can't, you, you can't overlook Harrison Smith either in, in the backfield. He's been a top, what, five safety for, yep. for, for a very long time. Um, and then you head over to that offense. Like I said, if Dalvin could stay healthy, Adam mm-hmm. Thielen's a beast. They added Justin Jefferson. Um, and uh, who's their tight end now? Um,
3: uh, for the Minnesota.
1: Sh- yeah, it's it's a white dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, and he wears a number. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's like now number. Like, huh? <laughs> I think he's like number eighty-two. He's always been pretty good though. Um, but anyways, once we figure out his name. Uh, you know he's got reliable receivers, so this should be something where Kirk Cousins shouldn't have trouble mm-hmm. trying to find somebody that's open because you got a running back that's going to save you. Your offensive line is not that bad, and now you have three good reliable targets. You know, asterisk on Justin Jefferson, but you know he's always been a down the field. You know, that's how right. Joe Burrow was, and right. you know Kirk Cousins has got a pretty big arm. Um,
3: yeah, if Kirk so, Cousins get over four thousand passing yards and just you know put. Their defense in good field position, you know, you got a great kicker in Minnesota. So just do the bare minimum, and you guys will be over five hundred.
1: Yeah. So we're going to lead over to the Bears now that you said that. But I got them at uh, at ten and six as well. Okay. Yeah, All I think they're there. second second in the division for sure. Uh, so we'll head over to the Chicago Bears.
3: So you know, Chicago Bears is known for their defense. Um, and I think Khalil. Mark- Kyle Rudolph is his name. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Um, Khalil Mack. Um, come on, baby, you you're from the best conference, uh, Mid American Conference. You know you're from a, a cold place. All right, you're playing in a cold arena. All right, you're playing in Chicago. I need you to get more than eleven sacks this season, and that's gonna build. Trubisky's confidence on offense, but
1: you don't think they're double teaming him though? Yeah, they
3: are because they don't. let him run
1: wild for two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're,
3: they're going to double team him, but he's that he's he's that dog. He has that uh, monster mentality. He's going to either slippery ill through uh, the defenders, or he's going to spin move. He's going to get away to the quarterback. But I think the defense and the in the cornerbacks are lethal. Um, I can't think of his last name, but it's like it's a Nigerian, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller. Um, but is a Nigerian last name. He actually got traded from the Giants. And he, uh, uh, Prince Makamura. Yes, from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
1: going to be a staple there too. As he well. doesn't even look like a football player. <laughs> you ever look at this guy. He looks at, like the nerd that's in the back of the class. <laughs> right. That his parents are like, you have to get, right. it. you have to get a college degree. Yeah,
3: yeah. But the defense is going to win games, and I, you know, I think they're going to be solid. Um, as far as the record, I got them going eight and eight. Um, eight and eight. Th- yeah, I got them just, just you know, me- just so better than the Lions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Please. Oh, man. I'm not even going to – I'm going to touch that trash can in a minute. I'm <laughs> But, yeah, so I got
1: them going 8-8. Eight eight. So I'll go second here and let Don go last. Sure. Um, I, I got the Bears going 8-8 eight eight too. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much the same thing you said. It's There's a, there's a lot of – that defense is going to look pretty good. But I don't think – and this is an unpopular opinion. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is all that bad. Maybe it's just an see, unpopular. We see opinion. eye to eye on
3: a lot of things, but not that
1: one, man. <laughs> I don't think he's as. I don't think he's like Jay Cutler bad. But Jay Cutler, I didn't even think he was bad either. <laughs> yeah, like, Jay
3: Cutler just didn't care. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, he just. But you can tell he just doesn't have it. I think he's he's a stiff. Who's the guy? A quarterback came out of uh, Notre Dame. He's a stiff. Uh, he was right not before Jimmy Clausen, right? <laughs> Jimmy Clausen. It was. He was actually. He was before um, Jabrisky. Um, he came in and he gave, had a couple games. Okay, he's he's a glorified um, Tim Tebow.
1: Cody Kessler, Kessler, yeah, yeah.
3: He's a he's a glorified Tim Tebow to me.
1: Mm. Glorified Tim Tebow, dude. But if nah. you think if you think about <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky's first year, it was like, whoa, this dude is like scary good. I I, I think he I don't think he mentally can. I think his psyche is all jacked up. Okay. I don't think yeah, I think there. he lets everybody get to yep. his head because he, he can be talented. But I don't think he's like trash. I don't think he's Jared Goff. No, trash. no, Teba <laughs> wasn't trash <laughs> trash. You know, he got him to the playoffs,
3: the Broncos, but he's just uh, yeah. but
0: but is Trubisky going to have to worry about a backup quarterback? being yanked from a game this year. Good oh, point. yeah, because Foles point. is up Nick there. Foles. Yeah, that's a good Of point. course. I mean, we know Randy's going to miss Nick Foles in Jacksonville. Yes.
1: I won't. Sorry, <laughs> Randy. When I said they should have started. They should have kept with the hot hand. I mean, but you see the Foles effect. What they're going to do if he's doing bad, yes. or even if he's just doing mediocre, let's say six games in, they're 3-3, three and three. they're going to pull him and put Foles in. Like I want, I, we're five hundred right now. Why are you pulling me? Right. Same thing's gonna happen because it happened to Gardner Minshew yep. in Jacksonville. It's maybe we need, like you said, yep. maybe we need to twist yep. his psyche up a little yep. bit to get him, get him working. Yeah.
3: Um, but Don, you're right, man. That's gonna put some fire in him because, he, yeah. you know, you didn't have a backup pushing him to per, uh, perform on the field. Right. So with Nick Foles, you know he's. MVP, uh, Super Bowl champ. That's right. But he's
1: going to be a great mentor for him. He might bring out the best in him. Like, hey, man, you can't let all this stuff affect you. Right. And then I know for sure, man, and I miss him in Jacksonville. Allen Robinson is, like, so underrated, Mm -hmm. man. I don't get why he does. he, He made the top 100 this year, but that dude is dangerous. Like, he saves the Bears in a lot of different situations. So I think both of them just need to come together as veterans and be like, hey, man, calm down. I got your back. We got your back. This is what you need to do here. But I don't I don't see uh, Matt Nagy and them boys doing anything but 8-8. Eight eight. They'll meet 500, but mm. they ain't squeaking the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and this will be Matt Nagy's last year. That's just my prediction. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm not too far off from either of you guys. Um, that was kind of my starting point. I had them at 8-8 eight eight originally. Uh, but I think there's going to be too much back and forth with this quarterback issue, uh, changing quarterbacks two, three times a season. And I, I just don't think it's gonna be healthy, so I, I dropped them down to seven and nine.
1: They're gonna have the mm-hmm. same issue that they had years ago with with Jay Cutler, and and then is you're gonna start this game, you're gonna start that game. Yep. It's gonna mess up the psyche of exactly. the whole team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it's gonna throw them off rhythm. All right, so we'll head over to uh, the Lions, and we'll save the the, the cheeseheads for last. So with the Lions, I got them, <laughs> and I hate to do this. I hate to do this because I like Matt Stafford, but we don't know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford. Right. Because he was having an MVP caliber season. And me and Don agree. Yep. That dude is one probably the most underrated quarterback that's yes. going to squeak into the Hall of Fame first ballot. And people are going to be like, what? Yep.
3: Megatron helped that.
1: The dude is tough, man. Um, But depending on how that situation goes, so this is an asterisk on mine. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I can see them either going like 9-6, and six, are nine and seven. I mean, or <laughs> four and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to say about the Lions. They stink. Like yeah. I, I can't name one person on their defense because they got rid of Darius Slay. Stupid. Right. Matt Patricia is a dummy. Yep. Um. Not that right. You know, you got on Johnson, <laughs> who's not going to be able to to carry that team. You know, on offense, Marvin Jones. Is a great probably one one of the underrated wide receivers in the NFL, but there's not enough, man. I don't I don't see what you did in even in the draft that is going to make this team better. You, you, oh, and Jeff Okuda, they got him now, but yeah. he's listen. You left him without a veteran that was going to get him good.
3: Listen, yep. it starts from the top, and shout out to all my Ca- uh, Canton, uh, all my Ypsilanti, and all my Detroit fellas in Detroit and I know y'all not even part of that city like that. Y'all don't even root for the Pontiac, Detroit <laughs> Pistons. But look, your team is trash, all right? <laughs> I got them going 4-12. And, and it starts with Matt Patricia. And you got to get out of that jerk mentality that, oh, it's my way or the highway. You got to be here on time. Know your personnel, man. Matt Stafford is, uh, like you said, a future Hall of Famer. He, he will get in there. He will squeak in. But you got to know how to manage him. You got to know... Who to put in place? Yes, he's from Georgia, right? Sometimes you got to talk to those boys a little differently. You can't go in there hard nose, all right. Realize you got to soften up, all right. Bill Belichick, he's not in the
1: room anymore, big fella. And you talk about Bill Belichick. <laughs> if Matt Stafford goes to the Patriots, they're a dynasty again. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. a dynasty again.
3: Yeah. So I, I I got Detroit coming at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the uh, NFC North, and you're, you guys are just. Yo, I mean, hey, the four field, I love I love the field. Trust me. It it's awesome. You know, it's it's heated, it's air conditioned, but you guys are not gonna win any games. you are gonna get at least maybe four. Right. Hmm.
1: Well,
0: so four and twelve for you. Four thinking? and twelve. You know, it, it I, I think a lot's gonna come down, like you said, whether Stafford's playing or not. Um, if he's playing, if he has a good season, if the team performs adequate adequate they can pull off a seven and nine if he's not in the mix it's not even close to adequate and yeah your four and 12 is right on target
1: yeah four and 12 man matt Stafford in you maybe 500 yeah but you gotta get this dude some help man <laughs> i mean he is the toughest player on that team for sure um and he shows he's put his body on the line he's gonna yep. end up like cam newton Sitting out a year Then going somewhere Like the Patriots And then Going to Light the league up Yeah Because you didn't Take care of him, Yeah Or end up retiring Earlier and then be Andrew Luck
0: Right Yeah Which so, I would hate To see that too So
3: what is it Loyalty to a, a city Or loyalty to yourself Because at this point Matt Stafford's going to have to Make a decision at these next two years yep. Well he's Yeah
1: Remember he's got A huge contract With the Lions too mm-hmm. He's got a really I think it's like 300 million And he was at like The highest paid For a while there Yeah I think it. I think it's that not trying to burn any bridges, because right. he does seem like kind of a loyal dude yeah. when it comes to that. But yeah. you don't play the game not to win, and then when they're not sent you up for for success, and you just let Darius Slay go because y'all couldn't meet eye and you wanted yeah. to be the big man, like that. That is going to ruin him. Yeah.
3: So it's got. Be, I guess you're saying it's got to be the point where they put offers on the table to trade him because he's comfortable and he's loyal to Detroit. But yeah. at the end of the day. Listen, man, do you want to win, or is it about that that, that check?
1: Yeah. So we'll head over to the uh, the Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads. Dom, what you got, man?
0: Oh, man, Packers. What's the first thing you think of when you think of the Packers? Got to be Jordan Love, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like how he did that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, man. <laughs> I like that. I mean, they did, they did pick him up in the draft. Uh, quarterback, and uh, they did okay with a running back, A.J. Dillon. That was a nice pickup, mm-hmm. but no, this this is the pack's year to look good. I, I think they're really going to look good this year. I'm not going nuts with them. Uh, I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a solid year, so I got them at 11-5 and five and taking the division by a game.
1: I, I have them at the same exact record, yep. and the reason why Jordan Love is there, like you said, mm-hmm. and it's gonna fire Aaron Rodgers up, and it's gonna be crazy how good he's gonna be. And then you got Aaron Jones, Nelson. You might like this. Aaron Jones, man, is a top three running back. There's not he scored like twenty plus touchdowns last year. Yeah,
3: yeah, and he and he, his yak, I mean, his yards per carry was nice. Yeah, so he he was a little bit over six. So I, I see where
1: you're going. A, a J. Dillon, yeah, gonna fire him yeah, up too. Yep. AJ Dillon wasn't bad at Boston no, College. Not at all. Yes. So now you got two good running backs where Aaron Aaron Jones doesn't have to carry the load. Right. So now you got Aaron Rodgers that's already mad. You got Aaron Jones who's got some help.
2: Yep.
1: Now let's head over to that bad man Devontae Adams. That dude is the best route runner in the league by far. Exactly. Don't care what anybody says, he's not the most speediest but his no, he does run his down. jump off the line is crazy. Mm-hmm. So now you got already got a top five wide receiver. And then you got Sc- Scantling. And then you got um, Geronimo, Allison. Mm-hmm. Those boys are starting to come together because you know Aaron Rodgers don't play no games. If you don't catch these passes in practice, I ain't throwing to you. Exactly. Now you don't let them sit under the system for a little bit. It's over, man. Yeah. And them boys up front are going to block for Aaron Rodgers. And their defense is not bad. You got Zadarius Jones. You got Z- uh, Jair Alexander on the outside. Yeah. They, they ain't playing no games, man. They're they going to come with it. 11-5 and uh, eleven and five for, for the Packers winning the division. And I think we're going to see them in the NFC Championship game against somebody else. Yeah. Um, probably the Seahawks Very We're going to awesome. see that again So I guess we're all going to be wearing Green Bay hats next week Because <laughs> I got Green Bay
3: also Going 11-5 right. um, But you know what, Wisconsin uh, Those fans support and have peace Owner of that whole, instance, uh, whole Organization um, So they're going to, you know they're going to support virtually regardless they're going to be there so aaron Rodgers, and I gl- i'm glad you said Jordan love because aaron Rodgers, even though he is a stickler with route running he's he has trust fact trust issues when it comes to practice and you're not going to get ball thrown to you in their game but he's gonna rally these troops he's gonna say in the press relax relax yeah we started off two and three or four and, and seven but relax So, but I got them going 11-5. Excuse me. Uh, I got them going 11-5. But the only thing I think that nobody knows about this, and I've been reading up on this, let me bring out the top secret briefcase. Eight-game suspension, Antonio Brown. The Packers might sign him. Hmm. And why is that? Why? (laughs) Because they're going to take a chance on him. Just like every other NFL team, Antonio
1: Brown, he started to make demands. So this might be like a Cam Newton to Pittsburgh prediction. Exactly,
3: yeah. I, I think that in the middle of the season, when that eight game suspension is up for Antonio Brown, you're going to see him in that green and yellow.
1: If Geronimo Allison and Scantling don't don't get it, I can I can almost see that happening. But does Aaron Rodgers want him to be a distraction coming in there to Green Bay? Because I don't know him and Devontae Adams are going (laughs) to match well together. Because I don't think – you know, Devontae Adams is not really a hoorah guy. Like, he's very smart. Like, if there was a video that came out on NFL Network, like, a couple weeks ago on, like, how he does route running, how he says he's the best off the line, how he studies defenses. And, like, there was one play he had made that he knew that um, the nickelback and the free safety always collapse Mm -hmm. up on the front seven. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was able to squeak by him, mm-hmm. and it was a custom route that he said this was a custom route. I could have ran it however I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I just told Aaron to get me the ball, and he was like, "I knew they were going to split off, and I just ran a post route, and bam, I, you know, I was wide open. Right. So he's smart. I'm not saying Antonio Brown is not smart. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, Antonio Brown is a beast. I yeah. mean, but I I don't know if they were mesh well together, but if they got to the understand like Aaron's not going to throw to you if you acting crazy. And they realize that Devontae is number one. Yeah, but we need you, my man. Look,
3: Antonio Brown went to Central Michigan. Okay, he's used to playing in cold weather. Right, he's in the middle of Wisconsin. There's not a lot to do in Wisconsin. The man can't get in so much trouble unless he just you know opens his mouth. So if he humbles himself, he gets there. He has to trust the, the future Hall of Famer, the the legend Aaron Rodgers. Right, and he's gonna Aaron Rodgers. He's gonna have the respect for Aaron Rodgers, and he's gonna. Eight games left in the season, he's gonna make an impact. So oh, I, yeah. I I read up on that. I'm just gonna let you guys know. I'm gonna put it here, and I might I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna get some Green Bay uh, hats next week. But he's gonna be a Packers.
1: <laughs> Packers, yeah, right? all right. We got the cheeseheads winning. <laughs> um, I I kind of already predicted that without even knowing you guys. It they, they just made too many yeah. good moves. I mean they they lost Blake Martinez, but mm-hmm. you know green bay always seems to travel together um in the right ways and Darius jones has just come into his own he's a he's a top 5 linebacker too um now nfc south <laughs> i'll wow. save the worst this, one for wow. last oh uh, no this is let's just go ahead and get the, the buccaneers out the okay, way okay thank you yeah and then we'll uh, save the falcons for last okay <laughs> okay so the buccaneers i know people might be excited about this prediction um and i got the buccaneers uh oh, here we go. Drum roll. <laughs> I might be part of the majority on this one, but I got them going thirteen and three. Oh, you mm.
3: gotta be kidding me! <laughs>
1: it's just I, I uh, see way too much good happening. Wow. Now. I don't see this being a bad venture I'm at all. Cool. And I'm, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm not really drinking the Kool Aid though. I mean, if you if you really if you really look at it on paper, mm-hmm. they signed LaShawn McCoy. Yes, LeSean McCoy's been wanting to win a ring for a while. He won one,
0: and no nobody wants to sign with it. With who?
1: LeSean McCoy? Oh, he, yeah, he just won it with a Chiefs. Yeah. I, I forgot he was on a Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. But he wants to win another. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> take it. <laughs> but, I mean, think about how fun Bruce Arians' offense is going to be to play in. There's going to be a lot of throwing and throwing on the flats yes. to your boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but... God, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. Mike Evans, mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski, um, Cameron, Brait. Cameron Brait. Yep. Jeez, man. It's it's going to be amazing to watch. And their defense, not bad. I mean, Levante David, this is going to spark life under him. I think <laughs> when they win, yeah. when they're winning, it's going to be, like, crazy. And their Bruce Arians, man. Yeah, he's – he's... Come on. Let's see what he did. Like – the formula is there, guys. He brought Carson Palmer back to the old Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer Hall of Famer, by the way. Yeah, shout out I don't, to I don't care Palmer. what anybody says. This is a yeah, Hall of Famer. USC. But he researched his career when he came to the Cardinals, and yeah. Carson Palmer was looking like a world beater at like thirty six. Yeah,
3: he was that grown man that was like the eighth season season. Yeah, year. he was. Like, I ain't here yeah. to play any games, yeah. guys. Let's just win. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like what you're saying, but I disagree with it. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am not gonna drink the Kool-Aid. I'ma <laughs> pass and get that water. And um, I got them going eight and eight. Now, I tell you why. Ooh, yeah, it's 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 gonna be a. It's, you're right. You think
1: Bruce Arians is gonna allow that? Damn? No, no, <laughs> Bru- No,
3: no. But Bruce Arians is gonna put him in position to be great. He's he's a he's he, he can he can see the defense. He can read the defense. He can find holes. He's a great coach. He's gonna have his strategy. His game plan is there. But you got. To know that coaches don't play, they just put you in position, they just right. coach now. Right, you got an old team, man. All right, talking about football years. All right,
1: A shout out to your boy, uh, John Crichton. Okay, he said, yeah. What's up, Nelson? Hey, what's My going dad's on? In here. What's up, Dad? <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, you got Mike Evans now. Last year, I'm gonna throw some stats in there, okay. Don. All right, 67 we'll receptions, yep. right? Oh, he had 11. Uh, 1,157 yards. He averaged 17.3 and he had eight touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. You got Gronkowski. Numbers speak for themselves, right? Future Hall of Famer. You got Tom Brady. Now, the key stat I'm going to bring up because everybody thinks he's on a down climb. And remember last year um, when everything was normal, he threw that interception and pretty much Tennessee, Tennessee Titans sealed the game. He had eight interceptions, okay? Now, he had just shade over 4,000 yards. Tom Brady, right? So, twenty-four touchdowns. He's in a new climate, right? The weather's nice. All right. He 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 sleeps. That's well. not even a
1: decline though. I yeah. don't know why people were saying that. But
3: it's not, but it's a bad for him, right? That's a decline for him. So my thing is, and yes, you got Levante David. He might he had eighty two tackles. That dude's all over right. the world. He's gonna be okay, I got and I, then
1: um I forgot about his name. Shaq uh What's his name? He had like 13 sacks in like seven games. It was something ridiculous. But, yeah, I forgot about him too.
3: But the total passing offers last year for the Buccaneers was 4,845. All right? Terrible, right? Guess how many uh, they averaged 22 first downs a game. Terrible, right? Mm. Of course, you got Brady's going to change that. But it's just not going to be enough in the first year just not enough in the first year so I got them going 8-8 eight and eight. they're going to start off the season uh, seesawing right I got them uh, losing to New Orleans and losing to Denver Denver's going to pop up and surprise them but, <laughs> but then <laughs> at oh boy, the Drew Locke <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but then at the end of the season midway through I got them beating the Las Vegas Raiders that sounds so weird I got them beating the Giants but the schedule gets tough at the end I got them losing to New Orleans Carolina and I got them losing to Kansas City, and then you got the Minnesota Vikings, all right. And then you got uh, Atlanta. I got Atlanta beating them um, on December twentieth. But then <laughs> I got I got I got the I'm telling you. But then I got um I got Atlanta. You know they lose into Atlanta at the end. But look, it's gonna be it's gonna be a decent season. But I'm telling you, it's the chemistry is not going to be meshed as well. They're not going to be on the same page. Mike Evans is going to be a beast. He's thinking he's going to get some deep balls, but they're going to be easy to figure out. And I got them going eight and eight. Tom is not going to get settled, and he's on a decline. I, I, hey, you're a Hall of Famer, but you're you're at your wits end. All right, you know
1: that. Okay. <laughs> no,
3: no, 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 no. No, he's the goat. Trust me, he's the goat. But he, you know, that at the candle in the wick, and it's like almost burning down to the to the back of the stem, and you just get that little bit of light of burning fire. He's like right there. He's right there.
2: I believe he's at the end. but <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, what's cra- Like we've never seen this much talented receivers on one offense that paper that are proven paper. It looks good on paper,
3: <laughs>
1: but on the field. It's going to be totally different. But, but let's think about it, Nelson. Where's, where's Chris Hogan right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say one receiver that we thought was a, a beast that year. Okay. Took, was in the Super yep. Bowl. He's with the Panthers. Ain't yeah. DJ Moore is better than him. Yeah, okay. But I've, we've never – think about what Randy Moss did with Tom Brady. And understand he was in his prime during that time. Uh-huh. And they were just a di- like right. two different breeds. But you got Chris Godwin who can burn anybody. You got Mike Evans who can catch on mm-hmm. anybody, mm-hmm. bro. He's never gone to a system where it was like these are proven receivers that. Yeah. Any quarterback. Listen. James Winston played one. of was still through thirty. interceptions. It's gonna be some close games. It's gonna be exciting
3: times. There's gonna be a lot of uh, media publicity. Publicity, but they're not there. They're gonna be a solid eight and eight.
1: I, I feel you. I, I could totally see them being trashed too, but I yes. just I don't see it happening. <laughs> All right, Don. Okay. What you got? <laughs> All right. Well,
0: first I tasted a little bit of Dante's Kool Aid, and then I had a little bit of Nelson's water. <laughs> and both guys are making good points here, folks. So I'm in the middle. I got them going ten and six. Okay. I I, I think there's going to be some highlights. But I don't think it's going to be okay. so co- cohesive mm-hmm. like you're saying. Yeah. It, it's just not going to be perfect all season.
1: So, what are they? Number two in your division? Number two. Okay. I, I think I know who your number one is. Yes. Next one we want to do is the Carolina Panthers. Now, this is interesting. This is very
3: interesting.
0: One of the most interesting drafts. Yes. In all history. defensive players. All
2: defensive players. Never
1: happened before. Why did they not draft Isaiah Simmons? I don't know. Uh, Golly,
0: I was like, like no oh, way. No.
3: one of the the best Clemson linebackers you'll ever see.
1: The one, the Swiss Army knife. Like you could have plugged yep. him, and he's so good.
0: Yep. he's so good. And his I, numbers were ridiculous.
1: I don't say that about a lot of players, but that dude was good, man. I mean, did y'all watch? Yeah. Did y'all watch the game?
3: Yeah, he he <laughs> can cover the back out of backfield and possibly a slot. Receiver. It was like, this
1: dude was playing D tackle then went to safety. I was yeah, like, yep. What yeah. the hell is going on?
3: Yeah, and and they also what well, they did draft uh, a Penn Stater, which he's going to create havoc, and I've been talking about him since the last episodes. Um, I'm gonna get your name right, brother. Your tour Tor Gross Mantos. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. So he's going to make he's a gonna difference. A yeah, he's going to make a difference and I think he's going to, you know, have more than 5 sacks in his first year. Um he's 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 a monster, man. His his hand placement, he's he's just going to be a difference maker when it comes to moving the chains. Um Now, would you, you want to go with your prediction or Yeah,
1: I mean, there's not a lot to say about Carolina. Um I I don't know about the quarterback situation at this point in time. Um uh, to. But DJ Moore, is good. I can honestly say that came out of Maryland. Didn't think he was gonna be great. He seems like a good pickup for them. I, I really think they need somebody like Luke Keekly back there on that on that defense. And the the person that they should have drafted, I'm gonna keep saying it is Isaiah Simmons. That could have been somewhere like yes. him. And I know Luke Kuechly is gonna be involved with the team. But imagine that if he was able to coach up Isaiah Simmons, be like, man, this is this is what you look for. Right. I mean, let me coach you up how hard this defense is supposed to be. Um, well,
3: don't sleep on Bridgewater. I know he just signed with them. I know,
1: but it's it's hard for me to root for Bridgewater because you – net. He, I don't know. He just doesn't seem – I don't know. I mean, he held down New Orleans Saints in that, uh, what, four-game skill. And, uh, but Sean Payton yeah. is very comparable to Bill Belichick. Yeah, <laughs> he know how to put you in, a, in the right position to make the right I don't play. know how yeah. this new coach is going to – Matt Rule, I don't know how he's going to be coming yeah. from Temple. I'll give you that. Um, but – he was a proven winner. Yep. Bring him into another offense. He drafted all defensive players. He's going against the grain, but I got them going 8 and 8. I see them going 500 and Matt Rule sticking around and we're going to see some interesting things come out of Carolina, but I think at the end of the day we're going to figure out that Teddy Bridgewater is really not fit for his offense. Um okay. because of what's his what's his name? Didn't what's his name play at Temple that came from the XFL?
3: Oh, he just got drafted, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: got picked, got signed from the Roughnecks. Yeah.
3: Oh, I know what you're talking about, athletic quarterback, right? Yeah,
1: he came from Temple, right? I think Matt Rule was his coach. I just put the pieces together. There Hold you on go. A second. All right, puzzle pieces. We'll, fit. we'll come back to that, guys. Yeah, but yeah, I got them going eight and zero. Okay. What you got, Nelson?
3: Yeah, I got them going eight and eight, too, So we we both agree on that. Um, and it's just you know they're, they got a, a tough schedule, man. I mean, you know you got the Buccaneers, you got the Chargers, you got. Uh, the Falcons, you got the Bears, you got the Saints, um, then you got the Chiefs. Were you gonna take a L? I'm sorry. Um, you know, then at the latter part of the schedule, you got you know Green Bay, and then you got New Orleans, um, the Washington team. You're you gonna get a win there, but it's just hard um to to put them in a in a winning category just dead even now i got to give a shout out to to christian mccaffrey i know the man deserves it but i'm going to shine some light on him let me just go down this list here he's part of the 50-50 club all right
1: and the reason why i didn't mention him is cuz we already know christian is going to be a beast yeah.
3: like I, <laughs> I just as as an rb to another rb i got to give you some shout outs man 50-50 club rushing and receiving all right and then he had 116 receptions that's the most in 2019 for a running back. All right. 99 man rating. Don't take that lightly. Okay. <laughs> He's part of the 1K1K 1K club, meaning that a thousand yard receiving and a thousand yard rushing. Mm-hmm. All right. The man last year had two hundred and eighty-seven carries. Now let me show you how tough that is. Okay. Two hundred and eighty-seven carries. That means you're carrying the load f- more than fifty percent of the time. All right. You got over one thousand three hundred and eighty-seven yards. He averaged four point eight. You say okay, the average you know a little bit more than six. But the reason why it's four point because he was catching the ball at the backfield, all right. Fifteen touchdowns, the man. It was like you had to go through him to get to Carolina. I seen him live. It's deceptively fast. He gets to the lane and he's gone. He had over uh, twenty twenty times. He took it to the house over fifty yards mm-hmm. off of a handoff. Yep. I mean, the man is is, is a monster. Now, granted, if, say, for example, if they had a receiver on the outside, maybe at the Y or Z, that take the load for him. His stats might look a little different. He might not get that 99 rating, but he is the truth. He's the real deal. So, shout out to Christian McCaffrey, Running back to running back, I salute you, man. I think
1: the one thing that that Teddy Bridgewater has been molded to do was throw it to Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara is like a version of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So he's already used to that. Like, man, I did this at New Orleans throwing in the album. It's going to be the same thing here. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You know? Yeah, same thing. Same thing. And then he's going to get comfortable. He's going to. But I don't want Christian McCaffrey to get burnt out because last year was tough. Like, he had to put a a lot on his back. But now it's a new season, right? They're going to plan for you. They're going to strategize for you. How are you going to counter that? You know? We'll see. I don't,
1: yeah, I hope he has a long career, but if they keep using him the way they, he's yeah. gonna have a seven or eight year yeah. career, and that's gonna be sad. Yeah. But he'll make the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, yeah.
3: But the average and his dad was a beast. Yeah, Bro, Ed McCaffrey yeah. was a beast, man. But but a running back, just to give you just a little perspective on his a running back in NFL average years is three. All right. Yeah. And it's because there's a lot of wear and tear. You get hit.
0: Okay, guys. What you got? Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be a struggle. It is going to be a struggle for these guys. It is not going to be a cohesive unit on offense. Defense is is improving. Mm-hmm. But they I they, they just don't have a favorable schedule. It's just yeah. the way it looks. They got a lot of a lot of hard teams to play this year. And when you're not cohesive and when you're still trying to learn and you got a new coach, they're mm-hmm. struggling this year. I got them 5-11. Wow.
1: Oh, wow. I can see that. What's there. the factor of that? Just a new coach? It's a Is combi- it Teddy?
0: It's it's a combination of both. I mean, you got a whole new – you got a new quarterback. Things are going to run different. Mm-hmm. You got a new coach who maybe wants to run things different. It, they're just not going to yeah. gel this year, man. It, different it's, terminology. It's a process. Yep. It's, it's just not going to – not going to gel well at all this yeah. year. And They're Don, going to look lost. And to
3: Don's point, you know, when you switch coach, you switch um, terminology on the playbook. Uh, you switch, you know, the way to run, the meanings are run. You switch, you know, even position coach. Your position coach might not be the same position coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a different feel. And you're yep. you're kind of trying to figure out, okay, what does he want? You know, what what does my position coach need? You know, what do I have to do? And trust me, if if you tell me that I'm running the arrow route, and then you come in saying, "Well, we're running the boomerang route," it's like, okay, I gotta remember when the play is called 2256 boomerang right. Like I'm still thinking about the arrow route. So it's just mm-hmm. tough, you know, when you get in those in those situations, like you said, for your psyche, you know, on the field looking for expectations, and then let alone you got incentives coming with your contract that you gotta meet. But just the just the feel is totally different. So I, I can see how Don can come up with that. Yeah
1: the next team that we want to head over to is the New Orleans Saints. Ooh,
3: (laughs) them boys.
1: Um, now New Orleans is going to be interesting too. I think it's really going to be dependent on Drew, uh, Drew Brees.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think they need to get Alvin Kamara even more involved this year and not depend on Michael Thomas so much because he's going to get double like crazy this year. He got a 99 man rating too. So, <laughs> Michael Thomas, sorry. He I don't – I I, yes. <laughs> I, I I get it, but I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, Julio Jones should have a 99. Oh, yes. Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league, hands down. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. You, you're telling me right now – Talk to him. That you can put Michael Thomas and Julio Jones on the same team how many cornerbacks are going to be like? Nah, I'd rather guard Mike. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you are you being serious right now? now? This man is a quiet assassin. I mean, Michael Thomas yeah. is kind of the same way, but he talks. But who does Mike? Who does Lou, uh, Julio Jones say? Oh, I'm better than. Oh, I'm better than this guy. I'm better than that guy. He's just like, Matt just throw me the ball, bro, because I know you suck. So I'm gonna catch you. <laughs> <many words." laughs> I'll make you look good for a couple more years. Um, New Orleans Saints, though. I also have them tied at eight and eight with the Panthers.
2: Hmm.
1: Very interesting, because my prediction about the Falcons is going to surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of the toughest divisions to yeah. play in this year, yeah. uh, just because all everybody's going to be chasing the Buccaneers. I think that's what all three teams focus going to be. We Buccaneers. need to beat them. That's what he said. Yeah, I think th- <laughs> I think they're going to make it a mission to try to just smash them up, but. Yeah. Um, but what I said about the Buccaneers, I think there's going to be a lot of close finishes. I don't think there's going to be like, oh, the Buccaneers blowed the Saints out. It's going to be like 23-24. Okay. Um, the Saints, yeah, I got them going 8-8. Eight and eight. Drew Brees, this will be a nice send-off to his career. Oh, you think he's going <laughs> to retire after this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I think I think this is the last year. With all the stress he had to deal with this year, too. Oh, I'm going to touch on that. Um, But Michael Thomas. He'll have he'll have a good year again as long as Drew's thrown to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you got Teddy Bridgewater, but what I think we're gonna see, I don't think we're gonna see that forty five hundred to five thousand yard season from Drew Brees like we did before. I think I think what's gonna happen is you're gonna start seeing Taysom Hill get a lot more reps in his offense. Yes. And I think they're gonna start passing it off to him. And while that learning and growing is going to be going on that's where that record's going to slip off Mm -hmm. um but i think and don't quote me on this i think alvin Kamara's is going to have a better season than christian mccaffrey he's due he's due for some reason i had this feeling that it's like yo drew get me the ball and when Taysom's in there that's gonna be one of the dynamic deals we're gonna watch mark my words on that but i got them going doing eight. cool
3: yeah um I see how you come up with that, uh, Dante, and I'm and I'm with you. You know, as far as the winning aspect of it, but I got to going eleven and five. Um, is this something about Drew B's that is concerned? The best
1: team in the division for
2: you?
3: Yeah, yeah. And and the only thing that there's the hiccup when it comes because he's a future Hall of Famer. Um, he's he's Super Bowl champ. I hope he gets another one. Uh, he deserves it because he's been putting in that work. Um, but the only thing I'm worrying about is is his players gonna corral around him. Uh, because of the comments he made two or three months ago now they may be forgotten um and they may be um you know put to bed um internally when it comes to that um t- it comes to that organization mm-hmm. but i just think it's going to be some ill will somewhere in there but with that being said he got his buddy back michael jenkins now i realize michael jenkins won a super bowl uh with them um back in 2011 and he was there for a good four or five years before he went to the Eagles so he's back in town Um, so he's going to be the veteran leader there on that defense and he's going to get those boys right so I'm not worrying about the defense at all. Plus, they were already monsters. You know,
1: Cameron Jordan is one of the most underrated. Oh defensive yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's Don's boy, yeah, right? Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> and and as far as the the, the yarders uh, Drew Brees had last year, yeah, there were it was only two thousand nine two thousand nine hundred and seventy nine. But he missed a couple games, so you know you got to calculate that in with how many games he missed and the yards he would have had. Now the dual threat. I'm glad you brought him up, uh, Taysom Hill. He's gonna be he's the Swiss R V knife. On offense when it comes to them. And he plays special teams.
1: What? They're not going to pay him all that money just to sit and be a backup like he was the last couple of years. Yeah. And I think Drew knows that, too. It's like, all right, and right. I, I got to start adding him. Right. And but, sprinkle him in there.
3: But quietest kept, your boy, James Winston, is there. When it comes down to, say, if someone gets hurt or somebody, you know, say, like Drew Brees goes down and then, say, Jay, uh, Taysom uh, Hill comes up a little short. You still got your man James and Winston. They're going to come through and maybe throw more than less than 50
1: uh, <laughs> interceptions. So I think with Jameis is if they get to a game where they're smashing somebody, they're going to put him in. Yep. And it's going to be like week five or week six where he's been marinating behind Drew Brees. Yep. And people are going to be like, yo, Jameis Winston. He done got his eyes fixed. Right. <laughs> we can right. see him yeah. right. squinting anymore. Right. He's but w- to be honest, a lot of people give Jameis Winston a lot of crap. But it's a lot to swallow your pride and go somewhere and be a third stringer.
3: He's going to be a reformed Terry Bridgewater, James Winston. So he's going to come in there. I think he's going to be better.
1: Uh, We'll see about that. You know, we'll see about that. I think whatever team he goes to after this. It's going to yep. be a resurgence. It's going to be like, dang, Jameis. Right. Because he, he's coachable, man.
3: Yeah, but before we go to Don, let me give you a couple stats about Michael Thomas. And this is the reason why he got uh, the 99 rating. I already know. Um, <laughs> you know, he in a pro bowl on the first time, um, all all team. So, of course, he got thrown to 885 times. His nephew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he caught the ball ball 149 times out of the 185. So, that's well over 60%. Um, as far as uh, receiving, he had one thousand seven hundred twenty-five, and he had nine touchdowns. But he averaged over one hundred and seven yards a game. So that means you're getting first downs, you're getting key third downs, um, uh, first downs, and then you also but, but put
1: Nelson, name another receiver on that team. Yeah, I don't know. So that's the
3: fact. <laughs> <laughs> besides Kamar uh, but you know he coming out of backfield. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, but
1: yeah, he he was that
3: strong, dependable receiver that you got the ball thrown to, and you could depend on him getting the key first downs and getting the the important at the key moment touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, and red zone execution. So I, I give it to him, you know. And he only played 15 games, so you know, and it was a crucial, um, at the end of the season. So I, I got them going 11-5, and five, but I'm really interested in how they're going to use the three, Drew Brees, uh, Tyson, uh, Tyson Hill, and uh, Jameis Winston. I'm really curious about that. Yeah, I for,
1: uh, I didn't forget, yeah. but I didn't mention that about Jameis Winston having yeah. what impact he's going to have. Yeah. This is more going to be a learning season yeah. for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And and salute to uh, Michael Jenkins, future Hall of Famer. I think he's going to just feel at home. I mean, he's just coming back. Do you, know, you think to he's going to be a Hall of Famer? I think so. I think so. With with two Super Bowl uh rings
1: and a winning record, um we should get into that a little later Yeah. because I don't consider having a Super Bowl as a accolade for you to get into the Hall of Fame. His
3: influence on defense is massive. All right. And he's a cute dog. I'm not a cute dog, but you know, them they they know how to unite. Yeah, so I got
2: you.
0: Okay, guys. Saints are going to finish first start off with that they're going to be 11 and 5 okay and here's why two names drew Brees, sean payton and why are they going to be different this year what's going to motivate them what's going to move them to succeed this year tom brady Ooh! Ooh. So. I like that, Don. Oh yep. my goodness! Right, yo, I like yo, Don <laughs> Those, those two guys are not going to let Tom Brady take over the division. It's That's very
1: happen. interesting that you say that. Ah. You got, and this is the first time that we're going to see two. I, I think this is the first time in history that that we've seen two first ballot Hall of Famers that are playing right now going against yep. each other. In the same division. Dude, that's same gonna be a microscope division. over that game. Oh, I, didn't yeah, I didn't even think about bring, the impact yep. of that. First yep. of all, you're gonna have Mike Evans versus Michael Thomas. Michael and Mike. Right. You wanna be like Mike? <laughs> 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 and then you got Tom Brady and Drew Brees who yep. got the ultimate respect for right. each other. Head but to yep. dude, this is that's gonna it's, be massive. This is gonna yeah. be big. And Almost then Sean similar. Payton and Bruce Arians. I mean, two big offensive minds right there.
2: Yeah, because
3: even Peyton Manning in his heyday and uh, Tom Brady, they wasn't in the same division.
1: Right. Wow. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are never in the same division. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. never been a hit. Like, you literally just sit back, get your popcorn, and be like, anybody could win this game. Right. Do you remember the game? It was like 2000. 2000- Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, mm-hmm. where Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were playing, and it was like a week six or seven game, mm-hmm. and like the first quarter of that game, both of them threw four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like Marvin Harrison, yeah. Reggie Wayne, and yeah. then it was like Randy Moss and whoever else, Devin, yeah. you know, Devin Branch or somebody. Right. And it was like, yo, they're just slinging it right now. Right. It's gonna be like that. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be crazy. Like, there ain't going to be no offense or defense that yeah, gets gonna, played that gonna game. Like, it's going to be like the
0: hockey all star game, man. All yeah, offense. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, I get to, of course, my opinion about this last because I know Don always likes when I talk about Matt Ryan. But, Matty <laughs> Ice. Um, I don't care who goes on this one. Might as well just get the Falcons out the way. <laughs> I'll go. So, okay. this,
3: you guys remember the Washington. Uh, back then team I'm not even going to say the name because we're going to dismiss that uh, racial slur name but um, they were good on paper um, back in 2000 they had Bruce Willis they had Deion Sanders they had um, Bruce Willis die hard I'm sorry I'm sorry I said that last time I'm sorry Bruce (laughs) man I always (laughs) Bruce (laughs) you know I'm talking about um sorry but um they, they <laughs> Oh man, but they had everybody on paper. They had uh uh who else they had on their on their, on the roster. But anyway, the team had a, a legit 6 or 7 Hall of Famers right back in back in 2000, right? But they didn't do nothing. That's how I feel about this team.
1: They have a bunch of talent on paper and you know and who they're awesome. comparable to? The yeah. early 2000 Chargers. Okay. Remember how many times everybody's like the Chargers are gonna go to the NFC, right. the AFC championship game this year and go to the right. Super Bowl, and they never could just pull the trigger. Yeah.
3: So I got I got the Atlanta Falcons with all like that juggernaut worth of talent. I got them going seven and nine, and the reason being is because their schedule is tough, man. Mm-hmm. So you know they got Seattle, they got Dallas, Chicago, and Green Bay just in the first four games. And then they got Minnesota <laughs> <Death> <laughs> valley <laughs> yeah right right and then you know then it gets a little in the, in the midseason it gets a little weak they got Minnesota Detroit Carolina and Denver but then at that latter half they got New Orleans they got Tampa Bay Bucks they got Kansas City it's like man it's like how are you gonna grind I, up I, those I can't games? wait to get to my prediction so so <laughs> but but the key the key the key uh attributes the key additions they got Todd early now. He's gonna be right at home, mm-hmm. you know. If you look at the uh, eighteen, went to Georgia. Yeah, he went to yep. Georgia. He went to the eighteen. From North Carolina. Look at the eighteen and seventeen stats. He had over a thousand. I mean, over a thousand yards, close to thirteen hundred. Mm-hmm. And each uh, time he had over ten touchdowns. Okay. Now, lately, he last year he had an off year, eight hundred and fifty-seven yards. But you know why? Because of you know certain situations, in politics, and at the Rams. But it's just the consistency that can concern me with all his talent. Julio Jones, hands down, best receiver. Um, in the league right now, you know, top tier. He made actually on the top 100. He was a uh, uh, top 15. Who's your top three? Top three right now. Um, Julio Jones is top one, is one. Um, Dave, uh Beckham is two, and that third guy, I gotta go because I you know I know I I played and I see him live. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald.
1: So you ain't got D Hop in there. You ain't got Devontae Adams in there. The, the, only reason you get to why prediction, I'm I'm kind of curious on No, only reason why I don't have D
3: Hop in there is because I need to see two more two more years of him in a different system. Okay, he was the man in Texas. Mm-hmm. He was the man, right? He he was he was he was he got strong arms, right? He can catch anything, but I need him to be consistently not that man and see if he's stuck and shot. I
1: I totally get that too. Because my top three, Julio's number one. Devontae Adams is deserving a number two just because of his skill set and because of the quarterback he's got. Number three, surprising everybody right now. I don't care what you say. I don't care what nobody says. Adam Thielen is number three. Oh, out of Minnesota? Yes. Okay. That, that dude is amazing. Yeah, he's decent. He's, he's and nice. the only reason he was overshadowed is because he had Stefan Diggs there. Yeah. yeah. But now y'all really going to see what this man is about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This he's, year he's coming out. Yeah, okay.
3: he's like. He's going to lead the league in so, reception. Yeah.
1: So, yo, I, I, Atlanta, let
3: me just – this is this is mind-boggling how you can be this good but not win. So, Matt Ryan, in the last four years, had over 4,000 yards each time. 4,944, 4,095, 4,924, and 4,436. Julio Jones, you talking about consistency? Let the numbers do the talking. He don't say much. My man had, this is just in yards, receiving. 1,444, 1,444. He did it twice. 1,677, 1,994. Dang. Listen. The man knows how to catch the ball and get yards. Now, granted, in his
1: career, he's only dropped six passes.
3: Mike Thomas had last year nine touchdowns. Right, consistently,
1: this is year after year.
3: Julio Jones six, three, eight, and six. All right, three because he got hurt. All right, remember that that year back in twenty seventeen got hurt. Trust me, he would have been in the eight nine category. Michael Thomas did it once. Julio's been doing it for years. <laughs>
1: that's what I'm saying this dude's a
3: freak but this is why this is a team sport Mm -hmm. you can be the best you can have the stats you can do the best route running you can have a great arm you can be an all star but it's a team sport together everybody accomplishes more this team Atlanta Falcons hasn't accomplished anything but lose a 28-3 lead you gotta put all the pieces together special teams offense, defense, red zone. It all has to come together. So that, with that being said,
1: 7-9. and 7-9. and nine. So who's your top three receivers, Don, before we get to your pick?
0: Oh, man. Put me on the spot here.
1: You don't have to be in any type of order. Just your the, the three that you think are the top. Can,
0: right can, I, can I name three Philadelphia Eagles? No. <laughs> oh, man, please don't. That's a whole video dedicated. Jason Jackson. You're going to put Nelson Aguilar in there. No, I See, I I just have all fantasy numbers up in my head right now, so, you know. Numbers don't lie.
2: Let me help
3: you out, because I had, I had. um, No,
0: because I, I would take, and I realize his numbers aren't comparable to Julio, but I would take Michael Thomas. He, he put up numbers for me for catches and for yards and things. Oh, there's like no denying that, yeah, that yeah, he's a yeah, yeah, top. Yeah. Stat stuffer. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but see, I I wouldn't put Julio as one of my top three, oh, even man. though he's awesome. Oh, really? He's, an awesome Julio he's like a four, like a five. He. But see, that's, I'm going fantasy numbers, and he gets shut out a lot. He does. Yeah. He has great game, yeah. great points, and then he has nothing. You know, so. That's true. You know. It's
1: very true.
3: But are you saying top three now or top three all time?
1: No, top three right
3: now. Right now. Like, if you had right to start now. a team, yeah.
1: who's who's your, your, your Y and your X, and
0: who's your, your slot oh, receiver? Oh, yeah, shoot, slot receiver, Um, yeah, and Odell so-
3: Beckham. Um, And then you got, you know, D-Hop on the outside, and then you got Julio Jones going deep.
0: And I would agree with Hopkins. He's another one that would get you points and, yeah. and, and get you, uh you know, touchdowns and a little bit of everything. And then I know he's small, and I know he was hurt a little bit last year, but I like Tyreek Hill.
2: Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. Ah, I forgot about Tyron
3: yeah, Hill. Yeah. yeah. And I'll put, I'll put Larry at, at tight end. I'll sneak him at tight end. So.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's interesting, but yeah. it's not bad because yeah. he blocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll put you on your butt. All right. So All right. what's your prediction All right, the Saints? All
0: right. Um, Falcons, right? Or Falcons, yeah. yes. Okay. They lost DeFonta Freeman. They lost Desmond Trufant They lost Vic Beasley. Uh, They lost Austin Austin Hooper. Hooper. Now, they did pick up Hayden Hurst from Mm -hmm. the Ravens. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Gurley. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm I'm drinking too much of the Matt Ryan Kool-Aid, and the Falcons will finish 8-8. Oh, Oh, okay.
1: Okay, Well, I got the Falcons (sighs) second in the division. I know. Very surprising. But it's because of all the talent that they got on that team and what nobody's talking about. So, if I got the Buccaneers going 13-3, I got the Falcons going eleven and five. Ooh. Wow! Now I'm gonna tell you. Now I'm gonna tell you why Chris Bridges is gonna love you. Gonna write a song Man. about you. No, no, no. And I'm not a Falcons fan. Like I, I, I think they're trash because they're one person. <laughs> but if I'm comparing what happened with Jared Goff to a comparable person in Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan, literally they're like mirrors. Right. They're like a mirror match of each okay. other. Okay. Okay. Like, if you want to pick two teams on Madden, but you don't want to pick the two same teams, what you could do is you could pick the Rams and the Falcons because they'd be very similar. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. As far as quarterbacks. Right. And the stats don't lie, people. Go look up the stats. There's an episode where I talked about how similar they are and how scary it was. Now, if I'm going with the same logic on Jared Goff's good years. They got the same running back, Todd Gurley, Mm. who made the difference in Jared Goff's career. He did. Now, that is the biggest reason why I got the Falcons going 11-5. and Hmm. Because now you don't have to worry about Julio. You're not going to be covering Julio because you got to worry about the flats with Todd Gurley now. Calvin Ridley is coming in his own. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when the torch was passed, when um, what's his name was there was the wide receiver that Richard Sherman hated for years and years and years. Roddy White, okay. Roddy White was there and he was a beast. Yes. And he still got a lot of the Falcons' records. You, need, you guys need to go look at that. Word. But when Roddy Wright passed the torch off to Julio Jones and Julio Jones became the man that he is today, it wasn't because just because he was a physical freak. Roddy Roddy White is known as a respectful guy, be, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. in the NFL. If you're not Richard Sherman. I know that they lost to Austin Hooper. It won't matter. Um, to be honest, it, it's not really going to matter because how many times did Matt Ryan throw to Austin Hooper? Few and far yeah, between. Austin Hooper is just a good tight end. Right. Now, Baker Mayfield is going to use him a lot. That's why Njoki yep. wanted out of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm out. <laughs> um, defense, you know, it's questionable. But for some reason, in that Dan Quinn off defense, they always seem to come together. I'm just put that out there. He did it with the with the Seahawks. He's gonna do it again with the with the Falcons. Their defense is gonna be fine. That offense is the one that's gonna win them a lot of games. And it's gonna come down to between the shootout between them and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna get Buccaneers one of their losses early. Early. Okay. And okay. that's what's gonna fire uh, Bruce Arians, and I'm like, "Man, we lost to Matt Ryan. Come on now, we lost the Matt. How are right, we losing Matty Ice?" But I got them going eleven and five. I know that's surprising, but yeah. I, yeah. I, I see them. This year is the year that Todd Gurley, the yeah. Todd Gurley effect, is gonna happen with Matt Ryan. Chris it's gonna be Bridges. like he's gonna go, you know, he's gonna get the extra superpowers to see Matt Ryan. Dante, ah! Dante,
3: Chris Bridges, and Ti <laughs> are gonna write a song about your prediction. Yeah. It's
1: crazy. Um, all right, so we're gonna get down to this. Should be a shorter segment. The the Big Twelve. Now we know that we, they don't have any divisions, so there's no need to right. discuss any division winners. Right, yeah. I mean, we can we can discuss a runner up for the Big Twelve. Um, but I'll just put this out there. Like before the show, we were we were talking about teams that left conference. You know, mm-hmm. the Big Twelve. I think Texas A and M left a little bit early. They would have won the last two mm-hmm. or three years, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but right now. Who I got winning the Big 12.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You ready for this?
0: Okay. been waiting for this one.
1: All right, guys. Well, I got Baylor coming out and Baylor. winning the Big 12 Yay. this year. I got, I got the Baylor Bears coming out and winning uh, the Big 12. And then as my runner-up, I got what me and Donna was discussing. This is going to look really weird on paper. People are going to be like, what? Iowa State. Really? I really do like them as the runner-up this year. Oh, okay. Very interesting, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Not too much to say. Baylor had a really good year last year. I think that's going to carry over into this year. They didn't lose a lot of people in the draft, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they got a new coach because Matt Rule was their coach, I believe, before he came. I think he went from Temple to Baylor. And I think that juice is going to stay there mm-hmm. uh, with Baylor, and they're really going to give some people um, a lot of looks. Yeah. Now, Oklahoma, I wanna, I, they're interesting because I want to see what they're going to do. Cause there's not a notable person on that team anymore that you can really think of. Mm-hmm. Ceedee Lamb is left. You got um, Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts and all those. Who's their Who's their quarterback right now? Yeah, Texas. The, I'm done saying the Texas. <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because you know the runner up I have is Texas. Um, I got them coming in second, and it's just like you can see. Each year, they're getting better and better, and getting back to their heyday when it comes to like being in the rankings. And I can see them just kind of itching
1: in. I don't think they know what to do with Sam Ellinger because that dude, yeah. that dude's gonna be a top five quarterback yeah. next year. Yeah. Now, if if not type three, we were talking yep. about yep. that, and yep. I think he was kind of on the downside because they don't know what the hell they yeah. want to do. Yeah, and
3: I think they're gonna just fall short. You know, they're not gonna they're gonna be up I can there, see that. but they're gonna fall short. But I got Oklahoma winning the whole thing. Um, it's just the the system, man. It's and, and of course they got I, Heisman I get trophy it. winners, back to back. and Riley is just he seemed like he got his confidence. He Lincoln got Riley's a quarterback whisperer. Yeah, so he just he just knows how to make uh, a, a product out of of a guy. To end up being on Saturday talking about how he um grew up as a child um in in um in New York. So you know it's just something about Oklahoma, man. It's like when you see that uh that wagon come out with the horses and you know it's just something about you know that 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 swag and that confidence that they have and they've been mm-hmm. running the Big 12 for years so i think yeah i think i think they're going to be number 1 they're going to come out of it but i got texas coming in it's just you know west virginia shout out to them they just don't know you know as they far as they don't belong in the in they, the they just you know yeah. they seem out of place and then you know tcu used to be good you know back in the early 2 2000s you know it, it, Oklahoma State Yeah they had a nice Little running back But You know Oklahoma is gonna be king When it comes I to I
1: almost runs. put as my runner up Kansas State I almost did Who who they have
3: though
1: I, I don't their, I, their offense Has always been pretty good Yeah And yeah. they can come in And upset you in a second Yeah time. they've been But I think What me and Don Were talking about before Was Iowa State Just looks very promising Yeah And I think It's gonna surprise A lot of people Cause they're gonna Play them hard Yeah mm-hmm. Um but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I think Texas is just a mess. I don't know. I don't know too much about what Oklahoma's going to do, but yeah. I could see them winning mm. if Lincoln Riley puts all the pieces together because that dude's a great coach. Yeah. And I think this year is the time to prove if he wants to go to the NFL yeah. and be an NFL coach. Because if you can bring a team together where you lost all kinds of seniors, all kinds of juniors right. to the draft, if you can come in and at least win the Big 12 again, be like, I wonder what people did. Y'all didn't yeah. even know I had.
3: But they say you're the best coach when you don't have talent. So we're going to see if you can truly coach. Well, I know, because he's Lambs, been getting lucky. And man, Kyle like and Kyler and Murray, and Baker Mayfield, yeah. and Jalen we'll Hurts,
1: and C.D. Yeah. Lamb being Just there.
3: You're true, true coaching
1: right here. So, Yep. What you got, Don?
0: All right. Well, as you mentioned, we talked about uh, Iowa State. I, I see them having a, a better season than some people. Um, I see them third in the division. I like Oklahoma State's running back. Mm-hmm. and Oh, yeah, yeah, Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, Chubba he's Hubbard, good. I think he's going to be your offensive player of the conference. I do, I too. Like that. I I agree, yeah. I agree with that. So, so I agree with that. I have them coming in second, and I have Oklahoma winning it. It's going to be interesting, though. I want to see which quarterback is Lincoln Riley going to pick. He's got a sophomore, Tanner Mordecai, mm-hmm. and he's got a red-shirted freshman uh, Spencer Rattler, Mordecai. So, what a yeah. name! I, I, I like that. I heard
1: Spencer Rattler um, making some noise with Florida State when when he was still in high school, and I I know a little bit about about okay. him. Um, interesting. But it's two quarterbacks that are yeah. not like spotlighted exactly. right now, exactly. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, Chuba Herbert is going to be the yeah. the face of the Big Twelve. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's going to have an amazing season. Yeah. Um, but who knows what Oklahoma State what distractions that they're going to meet. Um, yeah. But the Mike Gundy thing that happened earlier this year—some players still he affected. Needs to by cut that? that mullet off, please. Man, but that's <laughs> Mike. That's the homie. <laughs> that's Mike Gundy.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna be Mike Gundy for. Uh, but a player Halloween. spoke up about that, right? They, they, Chubba had, Hubbard. Yeah, did. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like, okay. He we, was
1: like, if you don't say anything, I ain't playing. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, I, like, I'm not gonna play for a coach that's a racist. Yeah, systematic
3: racism is real. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it might have been, you know, people change, too. I, I believe that people do change. Systemic, excuse me,
3: systemic. <laughs> yeah, systemic.
1: But, you know, Mike Gundy grew up in the South. You know, he might have said some things to a player like that one guy that came out and said, oh, he may, But people change, man. He's mm-hmm. not coaching the full team of, you know, 60% of his team is probably African-Americans. You don't. You're not gonna go and coach a team just for the money. I mean, you got to be around these people the whole time. Right. Right. So I tend to believe that, like, come on now, like, you're not gonna do this unless you really love the game of football. And knowing that there are gonna be African American players that are prominently right. playing versus your kickers and your punters and your quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, right. to, to be completely honest, so. Uh, with that being said, guys, I know this is a longer episode. Um, we had to get into a couple things today. We're at the one hour and 22nd minute mark. That's on Facebook Live and 123 on the actual recording. So that being said, guys, everybody take care. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Uh, <laughs> please just be respectful of other people yeah. um, and not all about politics here. But hopefully we have a football season that's coming soon. Yeah, that's Hopefully everybody takes the right protocol Pray to the gods, football and, gods And thank you Florida State for changing your numbers back to white instead of gold <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in I don't know if you guys knew about that But they had the gold numbers with the white outlines right, right. no, And really? they went back to the white numbers with the oh, gold okay. outlines Okay, Because like, we were looking like Boston College And I'm like Yeah, I can see that Come, <laughs> on. <laughs> All Come right. on guys all right, yeah. All right, guys. So, with that being said, uh, we'll catch you back here on episode twenty-three here in a couple of weeks, um, unless the news just starts ramping up. And we're gonna have a, probably a bigger episode like this. I just want to go ahead and get these predictions out of the way because the season's about to start back up. So we'll do the AFC North and South, okay, and then we'll just finish it out Big Ten and the SEC, and uh, we'll close it out with that. So get your Predictions ready for that. We'd like to, we'll probably do this again on Facebook. Um, Maybe we might have a different setup for next time. I'm I'm working on some things. So, all right, guys, uh, with that being said, it's never a gimme. It's always always go for two. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Go for Two podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Anchor to keep up with the latest releases, news, and updates on the guys and all the current football news. If you liked what you heard and don't want to miss an episode, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Spotify.